Hi, how you doing? This is Gospel of Kennison, episode 142, brought to you the week of March 13th, 2021. I am your host. My name is James Kennison. Welcome to my personal audio journal. Uh, special thanks to our patrons, all of them, but especially Carrie Wright and Carrie Bernhardt. If you'd like to support the show, you can do so at patreon.com slash GOK. All right. Well, how are you? I hit the record button again, and now we got another GOK to do, and it's going to be fun and exciting, and I don't know exactly where we'll end up, because one of the things that stops me from hitting the record button sometimes is just not knowing what to talk about, but the first thing I do want to talk about is the news. There's some stuff that's happened on the news that bothers me, and I want to talk about it. First of all is this guy. No, no. You know what? Let's back up from that. What is the deal with everybody? And I guess it's not everybody, but some morons um, attacking Asian people. I know it's because uh, Trump called uh, COVID the the Chinese plague or whatever, whatever he said. Um, but I don't I don't understand the logic of attacking Asian people that are, you know, in America that live here, that are citizens, uh, over that. I don't, I don't get the logic. So it, it's gotta be crazy people. Now I know it's extreme right wing people. Uh, obviously, uh, people that just love white people and that's about it. Uh, or probably they don't even like other white people, to be honest. Let's just get down right to it. Um, but I, I hear about this, and I didn't even know. I didn't even know why. I had to look up, why are Asians being attacked? Why is it randomly, you know, why are, why are Asians being bothered with and messed with and, and picked on and hurt and even killed in some cases? And it's because of uh, COVID, and they're blaming them for COVID. What is this? Is this, are, are we superstitious or something? Are, are we afraid of black cats and, and ladders and stuff? That if we get near an Asian person, we're going to get the COVID? Or if we punch them, that the COVID will go away? I, I don't understand. I don't understand it. I don't get it. I don't get the logic. I don't understand the sense behind it. What are you thinking? When you see an Asian person, you're just like, I'm stupid people gotta wear a mask and and my kids can't go to school and oh oh it's that old man's fault i i don't no not registering with me i i guess i'll never understand it i don't understand the hatred um you know when you consider just because it it started there it doesn't mean at all that it's anybody's fault that's from there. And, and then you're not even going over there and beating up Chinese people. You're here in America picking on folks that aren't even connected in any way. Uh, and, and, and plus being, uh, as dumb as these people obviously are, they're not even, uh, picking out Chinese people. There's been Vietnamese people and Japanese people and uh, Taiwanese people and all kinds of different 
cultures that fall under you know the Asian banner uh, have been picked on and, and messed with, brutalized, hurt. Uh, makes no sense to me. So um, I, I don't know what the point is of dumping on on this program about such a thing, but it just makes me mad. I have this thing, I guess, about getting blamed for things that uh, I, I've never done. And, and it's like one of my core frustration dreams. Like if I have a very bad frustration dream, it's because I'm being blamed for something I didn't do. And this, I guess, harkens right to that because these folks have done nothing wrong. They're innocent and th- they don't deserve to be randomly targeted and attacked. And it, you, it sounds ridiculous that you would even need to say such a thing. That there are people in America that are so stupid and so filled with hate that they would lash out like that randomly. I, it just does my heart good to know that there is likely no one that listens to this podcast that thinks that way at all. And if you do, you need to check yourself. And, and But before you do, right before you check yourself, uh, email me randomly you can like do it anonymously somehow i'm sure there's ways to anonymously send emails if you want to keep it anonymous but explain to me your logic why does it make sense to you to hate asians because of covid makes no sense it makes no sense at all it's like if you got the common cold would you track down the person who gave it to you and egg their house. No, you're just like, you know, this is just part of life. It's just part of life. And I got to deal with it. You know, if, if somebody gave you the flu, would you, would you hunt them down and drive by their house and, and hit their mailbox with a, with a baseball bat? No, you wouldn't because it's just reality. And, COVID is now a reality. It's something we deal with. All right. Second thing I want to talk about is while back, I talked about Trump on this show. And I believe at the time I said that I uh, had voted for him and that I supported him and blah, blah, blah. Well, I just want to let you know officially that that has, in case you didn't know, because I haven't said anything is I have totally changed and and repented of that 100%. I appreciated him uh, a little bit because he was outspoken and he wasn't a typical um, uh, politician. And I think I think that's what a lot of folks in my boat appreciated about him. Um, but ever since the the Capitol thing where he instigated the crowd and they attacked. And they got off soft, man. They got off easy. They're lucky people weren't getting shot, to be honest. And I bet they won't put up with that crap again if it happens again. Um, but ever since then, I am anti-Trump, 100, 150%. And uh, just going back and rewriting history. <laughs> say I've never been pro-Trump. No. Um, I'll, I'll say it this way. I, I'm, not, I'm not happy that we have a democratic president because I'm a Republican, you know, leaning, right leaning kind of guy. Uh, 
I'm not, I, let me take that back. I'm not a Republican. I am a conservative, right-leaning, uh, compassionate person that cares about people. I care about inner city issues. I care about poor people. I care about programs that the government does to help these people. So I'm not a typical Republican because I do have a lot of views on um, immigration and things like that that don't match up with Republican tickets. So I can't say I'm Republican. Um, but uh, I did vote for him, and I'm not happy that uh, Biden made it into the presidency, but I'm glad that Trump did not. Okay? So that's where I'm at. He is not a good person. He is a crazy person. And uh, so I have, I, he, he, sh- he showed his true self to me. And I don't think he had ever really done that before. You know, I was able to chalk up a lot of the things that I saw to bad press and the media hating on him. But he showed his true colors to me through that event. And um, there's a lot of race racist racists and uh stuff like that involved in this attack and um i'm i i want to distance myself from that bull crap as much as humanly possible because that's not what i'm about and that's not what being right wing is about i know they get called extreme right wing and blah 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 but i'm telling you wanting less government involvement in your in your house and wanting to pay less taxes uh is is not the same thing as uh, what those folks stand for. I I don't even. I, it's almost like I want to start a new <laughs> a new Republican Party that just splits off and says, okay, we love minorities and we care about the rights of every citizen, um, but we still don't like big government and a lot of taxes and and socialism and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I just want to separate and branch off. And uh, I I don't know that that's even possible, but there's got to be, it can't be what I read in the paper the other day that 80% of Republicans registered Republicans are pro Trump. I I have a hard time believing that. And if that's the case, um, that's a little scary to me because that means that everybody's crazy and racist and stuff. And so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not saying that if you're pro-Trump, you're racist. I'm just saying you've got a lot of friends that are. Because <sighs> they're all they're all behind Trump. Um, okay, so what I was going to start with talking about was this guy who is a Uber driver. You've, you may have heard about it, and maybe you didn't, but he had three ladies that he picked up in his car, and one or two of them weren't wearing masks. Maybe all of them. I'm not sure. Uh, he asked them to put them on, and two of them went absolutely ape crap and uh, started coughing on him and braiding him. They tried to steal his phone. They tried to rip off his mask. They claimed to have the coronavirus and were coughing on him and stuff. And um, I, it, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Why are people making masks a political issue? I don't understand it. I don't understand it again. It's another thing I don't understand. Uh, to, to partner up with that, a 65-year-old woman was arrested in a bank because she wouldn't pick, put on a mask or leave. She was given two options. If you want to do business in the bank, wear a mask or you have to leave. 
and uh, it's private property. You have no right to be here. My money's in this bank, and I'm not leaving till I get my money out. Well, you're going to have to do it with a mask on, or you're going to have to do it outside virtually. You know, the girl could have gone through the daggum drive-through and avoided the whole thing if you want to really get down to it. But uh, she got herself arrested, uh, and rightly so. Because she made a, a a small thing into a really big deal. It's not a big deal to wear a mask. I've said it on this show. I hate them too. I hate them. I think we all do. Nobody loves wearing a mask. I, especially if you wear glasses, man. Oh my gosh. They fog up your lenses. Have you ever tried to look down at your phone while you're wearing a mask? Surely you have. You can't hardly, you can't hardly see your phone. Especially with glasses on. Glass rims are blocking part of it. The The mask is blocking the rest. I, I hate not being able to shake hands with people. I hate a lot of things. I mean, this Corona thing is a pain in the butt. I, I hate the fact that there are kids that are missing out uh, on, on kindergarten. I hate that seniors are missing out on graduations. I hate that uh, teachers are missing out on uh, teaching in actual classes. I hate that inner city kids are, are the biggest losers of all in this whole thing because uh, their parents are working, the kids are left home to their own devices, and no kid really, I mean, except for uh, kids that are just born this way, and there's not very many of them uh, that are born responsible, but kids left their own devices do not do uh, school very well, and um, they're, they're, they're going to be left behind, and it's going to be a permanent thing that these kids are going to have to deal with uh for the rest of their school career and it, it drives me uh up the wall to think uh of all the people that are falling through the cracks with this whole thing uh so i hate it i hate it as much as anybody but i don't understand not complying um you can even argue we could argue about how much they actually do um and i don't care that's fine uh well they don't do anything well maybe not Maybe they don't, but you know what? There's been a lot less flu and a lot less uh, common cold, and um, that's in part mostly to do with the fact that folks are wearing masks. So that would be uh, proof enough for me. Now, I've seen the videos where people blow smoke through um, masks, and you know it doesn't seem to stop much of it, uh, but it does buffer it. It's doing something. And even if it does nothing, even if it does nothing, even if we're being asked to wear masks and they do nothing, what is the big deal? What is the big deal? What are we giving up? What are we, you know, what, what is the big deal? We're being asked to do this out of kindness to other people, to be considerate to others, to keep our germs to ourselves, to keep our spit particles to ourselves. I think that is a reasonable request and I think it's something we can comply with without being butts, even if you don't agree with it. Um, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get the Uber attack, uh, with the, with the girls in the back that think they're too good, uh, to wear a stupid mask. You know, what do they say that kids under three don't have to wear masks? It's just funny when you, when you, to me, when you put yourself in that category of, I'm a person that doesn't have to wear a mask, it's you and the three-year-olds. And that's what you're acting like. You're acting like a daggum three-year-old in my opinion. So wear, wear your mask. It's not a big deal. It's not forever. 
it's not an invasion of your freedoms. It's 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 a thing that people are are requiring uh, to keep others safe. You know, I, I've said it before. There was a time, I'm sure, that folks, when they posted the no shirt, no shoes, no service signs, that folks freaked out. You mean I got to wear shoes in this daggum store? I got to wear a shirt in this daggum store? What in the world? What is my freedoms? Bribe America. So, you know, and nowadays, I don't think anybody, except for the guys that don't wear shirts and shoes, but anybody else would be happy that we've we've done that. And it's not even an issue anymore because it's part of our life, you know? Um it, 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 it's a, it's the new, you know, it became a new standard. Uh, and it turned out to be a good thing. I, I don't see masks being a forever thing. It's a temporary thing. And dadgummit temporarily, we can just deal with it. Can't we, can't we be grownups? I don't know. I don't know if we can. I don't know if we can. I just, I, I just don't get the logic. If there's a theme to this, episode it is that i don't get the logic of people that can't handle it because i guess i can only imagine that they're being childish selfish and they just are people that don't like being told what to do and they're anti uh, authority all the way around because every report i've ever seen on anyone that does these things they not only refuse to wear a mask but they also cause a huge uproar like they won't leave the the location one lady was at a costco and she didn't have a mask on and they wouldn't serve her so she sat her big butt down right there in the way and sat there until i i'm i'm i didn't read the rest of the thing or watch the rest of the video but i'm assuming somebody eventually showed up with a uniform on and moved her big self and i don't understand uh the logic there because that is three-year-old behavior i'm not getting what i want i'm gonna pitch a fit i'm gonna sit down on the floor and cry until somebody gives me what i want and th till things start going my way i don't know i guess that's the dark side of being an american is we're so used to having things go our way. We're so used to our personal freedoms. And uh, anytime something even comes close to seeming like it's encroaching on that, we lose our crap. And I, I think it's less about losing personal freedoms. And it's more about the fact that people are just selfish butts. You know, the way people drive these days, especially here in St. Louis, people are selfish butts. They put themselves first, even at their own risk. People drive the way they drive around here, and it's bad, not just for me and my family. It not only puts me at risk, it puts them at more risk. We'll change the subject there in case you didn't tell. But when you don't stop at stop signs, you're risking my family. Yeah, but you're risking your, your, yourself even more because you're doing it over and over and over. You're only passing my trail my path once uh if you drive around in st louis you'd, you'd be surprised at how many cars have dents and dings and pieces torn out of them and it's like you know what if i didn't have any money and i had a car i would definitely uh be driving as safely as possible because I would want to keep my car in good shape. 
but uh, these these cars that I see that drive through these stop signs and stuff, um, and and just make up their own rules. Half of them don't have uh, tags, temp tags or otherwise. Uh, they probably don't have driver's license. They probably don't. Uh, they definitely don't have insurance. And so why obey the rules? But again, logically, I would be like, if I'm driving around without a, uh, a license and if I'm driving around without insurance, if I'm driving around without registration on my car, then I'm going to drive as good as I can so I don't get pulled over and don't draw attention to myself and don't get in an accident. But uh, again, the logic escapes me because that's not what happens. Not what happens at all. People drive however they want. Anyway, I feel better. <laughs> feel better having vented about all of those things. Um, I will say this: the girl that did the most spitting and sputtering at the guy in the Uber car uh, went on Facebook Live apparently in a bra and panties and uh, defended her actions and went off on it. And I'm like, okay, you're going on Facebook Live in a bra and panties. You are an attention. What's the word I can use? <laughs> what's the word I can use? You're an attention lover. You just you want to be known as as this tough as nails, sexy kind of troublemaker girl. And uh, you you know you're you're going. Uh, viral so you're gonna make sure that the first thing everybody sees is you in your under things and uh, just like i i didn't watch it i'm not gonna watch that filth i don't care what she has to say um but i just in case you're not following the story two of the girls the two girls that um did all the spitting and sputtering and cussing and swiping at his mask and all that they're being arrested which is great means there's still some sense in this world um but the one girl that went on facebook live has not turned herself in yet so uh one of them was arrested and then supposedly this girl's going to turn herself in but she hasn't done it yet well i'll be interested to find out if she if they actually have to go after her because she doesn't seem the type to admit she's wrong and give in so, but there's a, there was another piece to that puzzle too, is there's a video apparently of her on her own Facebook page or Instagram or something of her driving a expensive car going 122 miles an hour down the freeway and singing along with some music and acting like she's all bad and, and, you know, anti-authority and all that. Like I said, people like that probably are. And so, uh, she's got, she's got a, um, a pattern to her and, um, like I said, I don't understand people like that. I just don't get it. I don't get the hate and the anger that has to be inside somebody to lash out at, at someone that meant no harm. You know, please, please put on a mask. You're getting in my car. I'm going to drive you to your destination. This should be simple and easy and efficient. It, it, you know, that's the whole thing about Uber and Lyft is you don't even have to deal with transactions and stuff because it's all done in the app. You don't have to haggle over price. You, you just it, just get in the car, go where you're supposed to go, get out, you know, 
even get to pick the music and the car temperature and everything. It's supposed to be simple. It's like I used to see people at, at uh, Chick-fil-A get mad. And I'm like, you, you're you not even supposed to get mad at Chick-fil-A. If you can't order chicken without getting mad, there's something wrong with you. It's just chicken. That and, and, and uh, Chick-fil-A will bend over backwards to give you whatever you want to get you satisfied and happy. And there's no reason to yell. It's not like a normal fast food place where you got to, uh, you know, go off on somebody to get anything done. And, uh, you know, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, I, uh, personally in my life, uh, things haven't changed much since the last time I talked with you, uh, still not doing great as far as energy goes. I, I tried to start drinking, um, caffeinated sodas as a stimulant and it, it helps a little bit, but it wears off and it's not permanent. And my body has gotten used to the caffeine. And so I would require more of it. So I've decided to just nip that in the bud and go back to, um, diet A and W instead of my, uh, my old standby, which used to be diet cherry Pepsi. Um, it's good, but, uh, you know, it, it's just not hyping me up enough. I need, I need something. And my doctor is really bugging me because it's been, I mean, I talked about him last time, but it's been two visits that I've had with him. And I mostly talked about one, but it's been two visits since he's really changed anything. And, you know, I, I came to him and I did say, Hey, here's a suggestion of something that I would like to try. Uh, I'd like to try this medicine. And he said, no, I'll think about it though. But couldn't he have offered an alternative? My old doctor used to always send me out of the office with some hope, uh, with a new prescription, uh, 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 maybe a medication alteration, uh, a dosage change, you know, things like that. Always sending me out with something different. But this guy, he, he takes a, a 15 minute call and turns it into a five minute call and, and, uh, doesn't do anything for me. So I don't know. We, we've, um, we're, we're, we tried to go back to my old doctor. That's what we said we were going to do, even though he retired and gave all his patients to another guy. Unfortunately, that guy's not on our insurance. So that, you know, is not going to work out. So we got a couple of referrals from that man. And, um, one of the referrals is not taking new clients and the other referral has bad reviews. And so we are kind of, you know, stuck. Uh, my idea is to call back and get more referrals, you know, and, uh, and just kind of go from there. But all I've got is the doctor on the, uh, you know, on the, the, the bad doctor. I just got him. So I get to see him on Thursday, I think of, of this week. Yeah. Thursday of, of on the 18th. Yeah. Which is fun. I'm going to have to change that because that's show day. But anyway, um, yeah. Speaking of show, we didn't do one Thursday and that's because I just couldn't get it together to do it. I love doing, um, podcasts. Podcasts are my, my thing. Um, but that story show, uh, you got to, 
you got to have a certain vibe going. You got to have a feeling. And uh, I didn't have it. I didn't have it on Thursday. And I knew it early in the day when I woke up. And uh, I just called John and uh, told him I couldn't, couldn't do it. And I hate that. I really do. But what are you going to do? I don't know. I'm I'm trying to imagine what it's like. Um, but I, I guess it's like anything creative is you have to feel it to be able to do it. You know, um, it's, it's not like laundry where you just put yourself through it and it doesn't matter how you feel you, when you're doing comedy, especially you've got to feel, uh, pleasant, you know, you don't even have to really feel funny because I, I don't know that I ever feel funny, you know, like, Hey, let's, let's just go in there and be funny. I don't know that I ever feel that way. I'm not even sure that I am that funny. I, I just, uh, I, I, I do have to get on and enjoy myself though, because I think if I was on the show and I wasn't enjoying myself, it would be obvious. It would change the tone and the feeling of the show. And when I feel like I'm not going to enjoy myself, that's when I call it. That's when I say I can't do it. So that's what it was about this past week. And uh, John is always gracious. He always lets me off the hook. Um, and you guys are always great. I, you know, I appreciate your support. My goal, as I've said in the past, is to do four episodes a month. I mean, that's what I want to do. That's, that's my, that's my personal standard. Doesn't always work out that way, but that's what I want out of myself. So now you know what I know. Um, let's see. I'm watching, uh, because of your suggestions, I get suggestions sometimes from, um, from discord is, uh, tales from the loop season one. It's on prime and it's about this town that is being built or it is built. It is, it exists uh, over a underground, I don't know, laboratory. They haven't really said yet, but it's something that the locals call the loop. So it's called Tales from the Loop. And weird things happen in this town because of the loop being there. And so far, it's a little bit like uh, Twilight Zone, where weird things are happening, things that wouldn't happen, things that are usually be fairy tales stuff like that they're not fairy tales just weird things like sci-fi things uh but they're possible and they happen and i'm only in the middle of episode two but i like it so far uh it appears to be um clean relatively clean um not not heavy language wise uh there's been no sexuality or nudity or anything like that in it so i don't know if i'm ready to suggested to anybody but um it's been suggested to me and i'm i'm pretty happy with it uh another one i'm checking out is on netflix it's called uh the platform and it's a spanish dub meaning it was probably it was recorded in spanish 
but they dubbed it in English and that works. Cause I don't like to read subtitles, um, for a lot of times it's because usually I'm doing something else while I'm watching a movie. Uh, but so far it's pretty good. It's about these two guys that are in prison and the prison is just a bunch of levels. And, uh, in the middle of the floor is a table that drops and there's food on this table and the food gets eaten by each level as it goes down. And that's all I know so far is, uh, you know what, by the time they get it, it's been gone through several times and it's not great, but, um, I don't know. I don't know about it. I don't know. Again, I don't know if I could suggest it to anybody or not because I haven't finished it yet. But uh, I'm always up for your suggestions on things to watch because I, I, uh, I find it hard to start new uh, series or a new movie because it's like an investment. I don't know how my wife does it with books. Uh, I can imagine diving into a book without knowing if it's going to be satisfying or not. But uh, if you if you've been watching something and you enjoyed it, um, send it to me. Email me. James at NLCast.com is how you get through to me. And I will appreciate you for your suggestion. Uh, so my last bit, and then I'll get off this thing, is I don't like the game Fortnite. I'm not a fan. My son plays it, and it's seemingly taking over his life. So... Uh, I don't know. What is your experience with Fortnite with your kids or with yourself? Maybe you're someone that plays it yourself. It seems to me that the game is made up to be addictive. It's made to be a money uh, sucking um, system where it takes your money and makes you want to spend money, even though it's free to play. Uh, I'm old school. I feel like, you know, if you want to pay 60 bucks for a game, brand new game, that's fine. Uh, you want to, you know, wait till it's on sale on Steam, that's fine. But when, when you're old school gamer, you buy the game and you own it and it's yours. Uh, these free to play games, they suck money from you and they sub, they, they take money and you end up spending much more than $60 in the long run. Um, uh, I don't like it. I'll, I'll just say this. I came downstairs the other night at about two thirty in the morning, and I came down there to uh, to to uh, get a drink. and And uh, I, the dogs came up from the basement to see me, and I was like, "What the heck?" They're usually, you know, upstairs sleeping with the kids. And uh, I, I I go downstairs, and my son is I has been downstairs. I can just tell the lights on and, um, you know, he, he, the bathroom lights on, he's in there. Uh, I go over to the computer, my laptop and it's, it's hot. And, uh, I said, Jay, and he says, I'm in the bathroom. I say, dude, the, the laptop's hot. Don't even bother lying to me. You've been playing the game at two 30 in the morning. So, um, he's banned. I took the laptop away. I don't know how long for, but it's going to be a while. Um, I never wanted him to play it in the first place. 
but uh, you know, I, you you hope that your kids have um, a, a, a enough uh, character, I guess, to be able to withstand the way these games are. Um, but I, I don't even think it's about that. I think the games are, are wired in such a way that they, they pull on, especially boys, um, so hard and so strong that it doesn't matter how much character you have. It's gonna, it's gonna pull you in and pull you down. And, uh, I'm just half a mind to just ban him from the game altogether. But then he's going to want to get into Steam games. And then we got to deal with ratings and games that are rated certain ways. And what I can say for Fortnite anyway is that it's pretty tame. Yeah, you're shooting other people, but it's it's supposed to be uh, visualizations of people. It's not real people. They don't, there's no blood. Um, they de-res instead of die and, you know, stuff like that. Nobody is actually dying. And, uh, you know, I, I don't want him playing dishonored or observer or, you know, I, I want him playing portal. I want him playing super liminal, uh, you know, I don't want him playing Hitman or Just Cause or Doom or, you know, things like that because it's just too much, too much for his age. So it's it's a hard, it's a hard thing. So part of me wants, um, part of me wants the game to work out. You know, let's have Fortnite, but let's have it controlled. And that's what my wife said is, um, we, instead of limiting his hours, which we've already done, we limit the, the, we, we, we dictate the time that he's allowed to play. So we've, we've already limited him to three hours on the weekend. Uh, so now we say, now you're playing between three and 6 PM and that's it. And that way, if he's playing at any other time, we know he's automatically in the wrong. So that's where we're at with uh, the wonderful world of Fortnite. Um, I know how it is. I used to be really addicted to World of Warcraft and, you know, uh, achieving things and reaching goals and leveling up and, you know, all that stuff. It's it's all super addictive. It's an achievement uh you know, imitator, it, it creates a false sense of achievement. And, uh, that's what men really thrive on is achievements. So I don't know. We'll talk about it more. I suppose later on my wife just opened the door and peeked in <laughs> her jaw dropped. She's like, Oh, He's recording and she closed the door. So it's a good time for me to get off anyway. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's been a little different. 
but um, I actually wanted to sit down and record something. I don't know. Just to summarize, um, you know, is it worth being a butt? You know, you have your beliefs. Maybe you're someone that believes that masks are useless and dumb and you don't wear them unless you absolutely, absolutely have to. Uh, but do you, do we have to be a butt about it? You know, I'm a Christian. I believe in certain things. I believe certain things are wrong. I believe certain things are right. I believe we're not doing enough of the right things. We're doing too much of the wrong things. And I, you know, I feel like America's burning right now, but do I have to be a butt about it? You know, I don't know. I saw something the other day that said, uh, we're supposed to be the salt of the world. Instead, we've just gotten really salty. And, uh, that's the truth. It's the way the world views us. It's judgmental and self-righteous and, that's exactly the opposite of what Christ uh, encouraged us to be. Uh, I don't even want to call myself a Christian anymore because Christian means Christ-like, and I don't know how Christ-like I am. I'm a Christ follower. I'm trying really hard, but I'm not going to set myself up as like I'm better than anybody else anymore because I realize how bad off I, I actually am. Uh, I feel like I'm you know, at the same level with anybody out there, I'm just trying a different way of life and I'm failing at it. And a lot of times I'm not perfect. And, um, it gives me, it, it fills me with, I, I don't want to say humility. Um, it, but it humbles me big time. It makes me the opposite of proud. And there seems to be so much pride in today's Christianity that, that God's on our side, that our prayers get answered, you know, blah, blah, blah. Um, and, you know, I, I would just, I would just hate for, I, I, I just do. I hate that we as Christians are lumped in with the girl on the Uber experience that we're, uh, butts about our beliefs. And uh, I've come to the point that I, I expect the world to behave a certain way. That's what they do. That's how humans operate. It doesn't shock me anymore. I don't understand it. I don't get the logic. Uh, I do believe God's ways are best. Um, I do believe that Christ is the only way you know, the cross is the only way to, the, to, to, to God and to heaven. Um, but I, I pity uh, people that, that don't understand that. I don't feel superior to them. I don't better than them. I'm not going to wave my salvation in their faces like it's some sort of first prize that I won that they can never have, especially when our salvation is supposed to be held out like a gift to others. You know, we, we, none of us are really evangelizing like we should, but so many Christians flaunt their Christianity. Like, like it's a brand new car that makes them better than other people. And I just don't, I don't get it. So I don't know if there's a point to this. It's let's live our Christian lives the way the Bible encourages us to. 
with humility and love. Let us know, let them know that we are Christians by our love to live at peace as, as long as it depends on us with others to obey the laws of the land, you know, and that may mean that even though I don't support certain things politically, that I support the people that believe in these things. And, uh, and so therefore I want them to feel complete and happy and loved because that's what Christ would want for them. And, uh, even though I don't agree with them, like I said, on a political level or on a, on a belief level, I still want the best for people. And, um, because I believe that all good is God's good. And uh, there is no good without God. And so if people are pushed towards good, they're going to be pushed towards God. I know that doesn't sound true, but <laughs> it is. Because where where is there good with it, without it being God? Uh, it's like truth. All truth is God's truth, no matter who says it. If they stumble upon truth, it's God's truth. He invented it. So... Anyway, we'll see you guys uh, next week, hopefully. Um, pat pat me on the back. I got a weekly episode out, so yay. Uh, I'm going out with my wife tonight. I don't know where we're going, but wish wish us uh, a good time, and I hope you have a great weekend. And uh, we'll see you guys next time right here on the GOK. Take care. Peace. Wear your mask. Brah!